Hello, it's me, Nick. Welcome to your Daily Dose. It might be a while before we're shaking hands and exchanging pleasantries with strangers again. I can't wait for that personally, but I'm hoping the icebreaker question, what do you do, gets switched for something more interesting. Luckily, it turns out Bob has some much better options for us, ready to go. Enjoy. How do you, how do you answer the question when people say, hey, what do you do? What do you-? I, you know, was, I was listening to some back episodes of uh, To a Certain Degree, and I used to ask people that. Because some people were like, they had a side hustle, and they were doing art or donuts or something on the side. Yeah. So somebody asks you that, what do you do? Um, and I have a friend, uh, Andy Bartnick, who had the best answer to that. Somebody would ask him, what do you do? And he would say, about what? <laughs> and I love that answer because it's, it's in many cases, it's somebody just waiting. If somebody asks you that, they want to know what you do because hopefully they're trying to break the ice and have a conversation with you. Yeah. But what I found is a lot of times they're just waiting for their turn to tell you what they do. Ah, Interesting. I thought they were asking the question so they could immediately judge me based on what I do. It could be. Yeah. It could be as well. Like, are you worth knowing? I think of that scene from uh, (laughs) Swingers where, uh, so what do you do? Are you in movies? Are you a producer? No? Okay, I'm out. Right. I think it was something like that. Screening process, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember being in Denver, though, and people would ask that question and people would start talking about their hobbies. Oh, I snowboard, I ski. I love to hike, I love, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, now this is the way to answer that question. Fun and more interesting. So, do we, we wrap ourselves up in what we do for a living. Yeah. And so often that's just a smidge of our lives. It's it not, should not be our identity. Right. Well, and again, I think people have really cool jobs. Oh, sure. Make it so. Yeah. Uh, but you get to do you and I get to do me. You know, I get to choose what proportion of that is important to my life. But I think... I like the responses, the creative responses, because it shows that even though we didn't have control of the question, we have control of the answer and how we respond to that answer. You know, so what do you do? Well, you know, I do, um, I do steak every once in a while. Mm, love steak. You know, I do Tai Chi. And I, it's like, again, you're being a little bit, you know, cheeky. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I think it's trying to turn that question on its ear. Uh, I don't, I no longer ask people what they do, but I do ask, you know, what do you do during the day? Oh, nice. And that frees you from having to go into the job. You know, if I'm, and that's usually when I'm with them in the evening. If I'm with them in the evening, I mean, in the morning, I might say, you know, what do you do at night? <laughs> that's, that's what some, are you like? What are you doing tonight? Where no, are you going to be? No, I, I'm more what like. Address. What address? What time? Do you do at night? Oh, I like that. Yeah. And then they usually yeah. come up with some pretty creative answers. You know that I came up with like a hundred questions, right? That to ask people just to get at more interesting things than what do you do? Oh living. yeah. No, like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like I, I, I create these questions then I go into a group setting and either if it's a small group, I'll start launching them verbally, which blows people's minds that I would just ask questions like what's your favorite smell? People are not used to being asked, what is your favorite smell? But they're intrigued by it and they want to answer it. Yeah. Or if you were guaranteed a bestseller, no matter what you wrote about, what would you write about? Well, guess what? I never thought about that, but let me think about it. And then I'm going to want to share that answer. If you're forced to get a tattoo, what would you get and where would you put it on your body? You know, little things. Like I had a Catholic nun that got that question once and she's like, I would get a cross, put it right on my forehead. So every time I look into the mirror, I would think of him. Like perfect answer. Wow. To that question. So these are all just questions designed at one, 
getting beyond the surface, and two, allowing people to proudly share a quirky little something from their lives. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Uh, what's the weirdest place you've ever spent a night? Which always gets a chuckle because they always assume, oh, must mean sex. No, just where's the weirdest place yeah. you've ever spent a night? I'm like, on the flatbed of a truck in the Mojave Desert. That was a good one. You know, that was very interesting. Uh, in uh, uh, On John Mellencamp's porch. Okay, now we're getting to something. These people love to share this stuff. And it's very entertaining for the rest of us to hear that information. So I think it's, those are better questions than what do you do? I love that, everything about that. So I'm going to take all of those questions, and now that's all I'm going to ask. I'll share, ask I'll share the whole file, and you can yeah. add to it, because I think it's time to add to some of these. Although usually I don't need more than 100. Uh, 100 is a lot. Well, that's because it takes about an hour to get through a whole room yeah. answering those questions. But if you can parlay with them while they're offering their answers and have some fun with them it becomes actually a little bit of a show uh, and it's a show about them which hey people tend to like right there are so many much more interesting questions we can ask each other other than what do you do a high-level female executive once broke the ice with me by asking what would you like me to know about you I love the freedom of that question but what I loved more was how she leaned in and really listened to my response Maybe that's the true lesson here. There's power in the question, but the real magic is in how we listen to the answer. Thank you for listening to us. We'll catch you next time.